Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And the uh, seven for heaven sale is on, and uh, I'm going to tell you, people, I'm here for you. We need, we're praying for you to get the truth geopolitically, spiritually, and otherwise. And it's wonderful to hear on Yahoo News that Donald Trump's probably going to announce he's going to campaign for Roy Moore. Uh, if you don't stand up for pro-life, believe me, it'll bite uh, Donald Trump because the accusations against Roy Moore are not as vile as the accusations against Donald Trump. So where's it put him? And he's our president. And I can tell you right now that this issue of abortion, this issue of pro-life, this issue of abuse of women, and the most abusive thing is to put women through a situation where they have sex early because they're encouraging young boys as teenagers to have sex with their girlfriends, which may be the same age or a year or two younger, rather than delaying uh, sex until after some form of courting. We have a situation where women are maturing much faster than men and always have been, and we have a weird culture that promotes, after women have been abused, to have an abortion, which destroys their ability to bond with their husband or their children. This is a, a metabolic fact. In fact, I dug up research and presented to the uh, Royal Academy of uh, the, the National Royal Academy of Sciences to the Canadian government two papers back in 1992: one on fetal tissue transplantation with the diencephalon of the brain and other organ systems going on not only at my medical school, but at five other centers around the world. And also, the issue of sex-elected abortion, which is 93% of abortions in the world are female. They're not birth defective. They don't have fragile X or Down syndrome. They're just female. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? There's another form of selection that goes on, too, and that is African-Americans make up about 12.5% of the American population, but they account for 25% of all abortions. What I've heard is that the chances, if you're black and in fetal life, you're seven times more likely to die of an abortion. And that's why I've declared that the day of death of Margaret Sanger at age 84 from atherosclerosis, September 6, 1966, should be called unhappy on birthday. Unhappy on birthday of 60 million babies here in America, and babies around the world when the Montgomery, when the what's called the Montreal Protocol was signed back on by Barack Obama. We're paying for abortions with our federal tax money of even pro-life Christians for people around the world to kill their babies. And that blood's on our hands. We need to stop it. We need to repent of it. 
and God's going to destroy our nation if we don't. In fact, we won't get our tax reform bill. We won't stop incoming nuclear missiles or EMP. We won't control our borders. We'll have major disasters like in the Mall of the Americas or a major airport with biological, radiological weapons. And if you think America, the great Satan, if it doesn't repent, is going to be destroyed, you're an idiot because God destroyed ancient Israel when it did worse, less than what America's done worldwide. We are in desperate need of repentance, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. And, and if you think about it, African-Americans simply seem not to understand that Democrats in particular are promoting this Margaret Sanger. And she, of course, spoke for Ku Klux Klan, among others, saying she wanted to get rid of inferior peoples with her. Yes. Some are starting to catch on. So the number of people voting for Trump has increased, but it's not where it should be. Black and other people that are that support the, the we call the Democrats, which are and also the Rhino Republicans, but the Democrats are, are the worst. These people are globalists who want America destroyed. They want a national surrender day. I call it the day before inauguration should be national American surrender day to a global government because that's what they're setting America up financially, geopolitically, militarily, in terms of protecting our country from incoming nuclear missiles and EMP attack. We are being set up for failure, aren't we? Well, of course, and, and if Democrats in general and African Americans in particular are taught we should be taking down the statues of horrible racists and so on, okay, then why don't we take down all the statues to Woodrow Wilson, a racist Democrat progressive who created the income tax, the Fed, but also resegregated the civil service that Republicans had integrated racially. How about Frank Delano Roosevelt, who in turn Japanese-American simply for being Japanese-American, and who appointed a former Ku Klux Klan member to the U.S. Supreme Court. How about Harry Truman, who himself was a former Ku Klux Klan member? Wow. I mean, you can go on. JFK, who was an exploiter of women. Bill Clinton, who reportedly raped three women, and Hillary then raped with. How about Barack Obama, who himself was a racist against whites? Well, not only that, the guy is a pedophile. We know that he ordered, through this thing called Pedogate, he ordered, you know, the, the, the terms they call of little boys and little girls from these various agencies that are supplying kids. And Bill Clinton and his wife, Hitler, I call the Hildebeest, they've been to what's called Pedophile Island by this billionaire that runs this Caribbean island that's totally into bizarre sex with children, including ritual sacrifice. And people don't know this, but it's a, a ugly fact about our culture, is we've done some of those vile things in history, and yet we think we're righteous. It's ridiculous. Well, in 1996, Bill and Hillary Clinton happily accepted a bag with $400,000 in cash from the head of the prostitution rackets in Macau, who made that money by taking 12-year-old girls, chaining them to a bed, and having 60 men rape them a day. Wow. And Hillary was thrilled to take that pedophile money. Wow. I mean, the Clintons are vile, almost beyond human imagining. Well, well, one of the things that I mention to people, and sometimes puts them into shock, but because, you know, I've had uh, some some good times as God and bad times, and the bad times always happen when you think God's abandoned you. When I was attacked by 14, by a uh, 6'10", former missionary priest who tried to rape me in the the investment room because I served as a high altar boy, mass six days a week from teenage 8 and 14. Or... Uh, when you realize that you've actually been in a scam, which is the Catholic Church, or a lot of public religions, including many of the Christian religions, are involved in mind control. I mean, uh, Ted Haggard, who ran the, the, the church in, 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 uh, in, uh, uh, in Denver, in High Colorado Springs, 
I confronted him because I knew he was doing something weird sexually because I knew his, his, one of his co-pastors. And uh, he tried to avoid it. And eventually they got the guy, not only for taking drugs, but also sexually promiscuous activity, not only with adults, but with children. So you have to understand what's going on is that, you know, they call Colorado Springs the, the Rome for so-called Christians. Let me tell you, they roam a lot, but it's not really good. And I know some of the ugly things about being there because I'm a very inquisitive person. Being a doctor, you get to find out. It's almost like being in the confessional. You get to find out the truth about people, and it's not good. Well, as we look at these sex scandals today, for example, in the Atlantic magazine, Caitlin Flanagan wrote that feminists who rushed to defend Bill Clinton in the 1990s were, quote, on the wrong side of history, close quote. Another passel of Democrats and progressives are beginning to agree that Bill Clinton, now that he's no longer in power, can be sacrificed to such morality. But it's interesting, most people don't realize the Democrats paid a terrific price for protecting Bill Clinton and not allowing him to be removed from office after he'd been the first and only American elected president impeached. There was another impeached, but it was Andrew Johnson who was elected as vice president and then only became president thanks to the death of Abraham Lincoln. So what's interesting, imagine the year 2000. Al Gore is running. Now, there could have been an alternative scenario. If the Democrats had been willing to remove Bill Clinton, who they now admit deserved to be removed from office for immorality, uh, what would have happened? Al Gore, his vice president, would have become president. The Clinton scandals would have largely disintegrated because justice would have been done. And Al Gore would have run as an incumbent president in 2000 without those scandals hanging around his neck. Instead, they saved Bill Clinton and killed Al Gore as a result. He narrowly lost not only Florida, but most people don't realize Gore lost the Electoral College vote by 271 to 266, a very narrow margin. Right. It, supposedly because of Florida's 25 electoral votes went to George W. Bush. They, of course, don't mention that... George Bush was in part defended by, by Justice Stephen Breyer, who had been appointed by Clinton, and who agreed that the Florida Supreme Court had acted improperly in the way it tried to handle the recount there. A Clinton appointee said that anyway, Gore also lost the 11 electoral votes of his own home state of Tennessee, where people who knew him best voted against him. And he lost the six votes of the Clinton home state of Arkansas. If he had won either of those states, it wouldn't have mattered if he'd lost Florida or not. He would have become yeah. president. Right, but you know, his, his real name is not Al Gore. I've changed it to be like the Adams family. His real name is Igor. Igor. What do you think? His I is on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> And uh, by the way, I get questions. I just got one a few minutes ago. It wasn't about uh, geopolitics. It was about high blood pressure. She says, I've been almost perfect with my supplement program. Well, first off, if you're taking a supplement program from us and not taking other crap or other drugs and your pressures are still too high, we need to adjust your program, and I'll do that. 
I need to know what supplements you're on. I want to know what tests you've done. Hypertension is a failure of not your heart, but your blood vessels, so your heart is pumping against resistance. In that article, I have posted up. It's on GCN Live. You can read that. It's only three paragraphs. But you need to understand I have solutions to hundreds of health conditions that your doctor is completely clueless to treat, including hypertension. If you don't treat it correctly, you're going to have a stroke. You're going to end up with renal failure. You're going to end up with amputations, and you're going to end up with blindness and other problems happening, including uh, loss of perfusion to various organ systems in your body. Well, the same thing is going on with the truth about geopolitical things, which is why I worked to have a stable of co-hosts like uh, Lowell Ponte to kind of get you straightened away on these issues. The pro-life issue is not a peripheral issue. The issue of border security is not a peripheral issue. The idea of repatriation money in a, in a rational tax system that allows us to compete with other countries that have stripped us of all our corporations in the last 30 years is not a peripheral issue. And if the antidote of Donald Trump is not applied to the country completely for two full terms, America is toast. That's why if he doesn't support Judge Roy Moore, he'll not get his agenda done, and America will go down the toilet. In fact, I can almost hear the flushing of Satan pulling a lever in the toilet of America's his future history. If, if Judge Roy Moore is not supported by Donald next week after he, Donald eats his, his turkey that wasn't pardoned, then I think it's the end of America. And I really think Donald Trump is going to come out. I think he has to. If the accusations against Trump are more vile than the ones that supposedly were, you know, were proven untrue, against Roy Moore, who's basically dated late teens, after he came back from the military, and there's no indication that he did non-consensual sex or anything else that was bad. I think this is disgusting. And the behavior of people like Al Franken, the Democrats are saying, well, Al apologized. I heard this for comments, but she puts she puts Trump and and Roy Moore in the same basket. This is Hitlery, the beast, the Hildebeest, saying these kind of comments. What right does she have to open her yap? I find it just starkly amazing, don't you? You know, it's interesting that you mention this, because the same liberals who condemn Roy Moore and call him the devil are somehow also the ones who favor continually lowering the age of consent to 13, 12, 11. Yeah, yeah a lot of them are doing that. And all kinds of unusual sex as well. Well, here, here's an I saw some reports, and some of these I, I pulled this up over the last week, and all this is coming out. Did you know between 2000 and 2015, there were over 220,000 marriages under age 16 in America? A lot of them are arranged marriages. In fact, the youngest was an 11 year old boy, but there are a number of 14 year old girls in 12 and 13. I don't agree with that. I think that, firstly, that girls should have be, have be uh, in a sense, courting in a kind of family or group of a setting where they can't have sex and that it's not unusual to see a man dating someone 10 or 12 years younger than them because men don't mature i honestly don't think men are, are viable to be husbands or, or steady non-just sexual partners until their mid-20s or later i don't think that and the women are are way more advanced and of course our culture utilizes it's just like to utilize some of the advantages and disadvantages of different racial groups for example blacks in many cases, are more athletic than whites. That's just a fact. Whether basketball with, uh, you know, uh, some of the major basketball players, whatever, just the structure of their body and so on. But there's other activities where whites of different racial groups have some of their area or their niche of superiority. The problem is everybody wants to make everybody equal. Nobody's equal. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to jump high enough to get a high basket. I'm never going to do that. Okay, I'm not, you know, LeBron James or whatever. But if we want to have a mental kind of tete-a-tete in terms of mixed mental martial arts, uh, they're not going to be able to compete with me. 
And the fact is, that's okay. We're all different. That's good. I, I'm a different person than my daughter with Down syndrome, Kelsey Deagle. She's more socially aware than I'll ever be. She's more kind than I'll ever be. She's more rational than I'll ever be. But that's okay. We're different. And the problem is that with the Democrats, they use this tribalism in identity politics to split us up and make us not accept the fact that we're different colors of skin, different religions, except for the pseudo-religion of Islam, which I think is toxic to our society. We should not accept Islam as it is. Now, if you want to reform it, the first thing you do is excise out the extreme elements in the mosques and the imams, and then you make it acceptable to have a non-violent, different interpretation, which is why they have the school now in Syria where they're trying to train former terrorists to be non-terrorists to realize the academics are trying to convince them that Islam can be reinterpreted as a non-violent religion where you can't force everybody else to believe something. I personally think you can't make anybody accept your viewpoint, but you can change their worldview, and then they can decide to change their viewpoint. And in fact, if somebody just accepts the fact you say something because they worship you, that's dangerous. The idea of occult worship, because they think you're so smart, they just have to accept without thinking it through themselves, is a dangerous thing in our culture. And we see it in religion. We see it in politics. We see it with Hillary Clinton. She can say anything. She could have a baby at a barbecue on the front doorsteps of the White House lawn, and they'd say, go for it, Hillary. How did it taste? That's how bizarre our culture is getting now. If you're a high enough celebrity or somebody like Hillary, you're untouchable. And it's bizarre in other ways as well. For example, you talk about uh, marriage uh, between very young people. We now live in a society where 40% of people don't get married at all. Well, in Japan, do you know that uh, 50% of young people under 40 do not ever have sex or relationship with the opposite sex? Do you know that in Japan that's the situation? And at the rate of their birth, birth reproduction rate, by the end of the 20th century, they'll cease to be a Japanese population. And that's virtually happening to us as well, as we discussed in the last hour. Right. So, and, and what so, I see so, happening because of the toxic effects and so on, that we're moving toward where you submit your gametes to an uh, agency to deliver the baby nine months later in a birth ceremony. There will not be uterine pregnancies. They'll eliminate any birth genetic defects bipolar body exclusion, and if there's specific gene complexes the state deems on genetic analysis of the polar body that could cause disruption like the God gene or other genetic complexes, that baby or that fetus or that embryo will never exist. So you have to understand there's a form of where the parent becomes the state. Just like in California, they're jailing mothers because they won't allow their children to be vaccinated. The state is becoming the, the uber parent, if you want to call it. And in, and in fact, I do want to qualify what I said. Of course, the government wants to engage in a system known as GARS in government language. That is, government assuming the role of spouse. So a lot of, wow. Young, wow. Not, a lot of women would not rather not marry a man, so they stay qualified for government benefits, which they regard as far more reliable than some dope-using lout who can't be trusted to earn enough money to support a child anyway. Well, that, that situation has been purposely uh, fostered. For example, I think boys and girls should be separated in middle school, and they shouldn't be together again except in a controlled chaperone situation until the, uh, there is some kind of offer for marriage when a girl is in her late teens or 20s, and the man is, has a home or an income and a career so he can actually support a family. And this is part of the reason why our country is going bankrupt, because we have all these entitlements that are based on the welfare state. Isn't it? And by the way, there is scientific research, a good deal of it, that suggests that men and women learn differently. That you could take a little girl and sit her down at a desk and have her read a book quietly, and she can learn very well by doing that. Most males can't. 
For right. most else who are not as bright as you are, they learn by doing. They learn by activity. Usually exactly. Other males. And so our school system is geared to be good for females, but not good for males. Exactly, exactly. Almost daily articles from John W. Spring, very brilliant guy. And I want to raise up some questions, and I know you're a good uh, raiser of questions. Now, one of the things he says, well, unless we have missile defense, it's not just a nuclear or EMP attack. We're also dangerous for chemical and biological attack by North Korea. And it can come as simple as a container coming in. When Napolitano was the health, was the, uh, we call the uh, Homeland Security Director under the Obama administration, she said we can't stop nuclear-containing containers coming in. We're talking about the kind of containers that were in that movie Jericho, where rogue elements in the government and corporations decided to put nukes in a number of U.S. cities, killed 30 million Americans and made 40 million homeless. And a lot of the survivors lived in a place called Jericho, a mystical town in Kansas that was not in a blast zone or downwind radiation. What people need to understand, this is not a remote threat. It's a real threat. And they're not doing the proper things to protect us against DMP attack or nuclear containers, not just suitcase nukes, but nukes that could take out an entire central city core like New York City or Chicago. And the fact is that I have visualized, because I work with Missile Defense Command, things that will also complete their system, which they didn't fund properly. <laughs> but a fourth layer called the Laser Missile Defense System. And what people need to understand Unless we visualize the problem and realize how dangerous it is, America's not in danger 10 years or 5 years from now. They've been in danger for at least 2 years in North Korea alone. And both uh, Iran and North Korea have been doing tests in EMP where they can have a fishing boat 300 miles off the coast and go and uh, fire a low-yield EMP weapon that's only kilotons of nuclear force that can actually wipe out the power grid for 1,500 radio miles. We're not prepared at all. And the problem is, it's just like whether somebody has a health problem they're just ignoring or their doctor's a knucklehead. They ignore it until there's a disaster. And, of course, the medical system are like carrion birds waiting for the patient to have a catastrophe because they can make a lot of money if you get cancer or go diabetic or have to cut your foot off. That's what I find disgusting. And our previous presidents, and these guys are really bad, we had Mark Taylor talk about two are, fall, are going to fall, which means die soon, of these last five presidents, and three are going to be shaken because... This moral thing that's going on and this thing about missile defense, etc., is going to open up, especially things like Uranium One, the vileness of Hillary Clinton uh, and our FBI collaborating to actually suppress evidence from one of their own agents who actually used his personal salary to, for bribery, and then they threatened him, the Justice Department, that if he dared to speak, they're going to throw his tush into prison. And I'm just amazed that Mr. Sessions, by the way, hasn't started an investigation. And my feeling is, all the evidence I have, which some of it's classified, is that Sessions is somehow compromised because either he or his family or friends are compromised by, by pedophilia. And that's why he was a great attorney general, but they threatened him. And that's why he's got this upside-down bus when he's walking to talking to the media 
or the Congressional Council that wanted to start three and a half months ago, a separate council to go after Uranium One, including Ray Dr. Mueller, who was the FBI director. This is insane. If they can't even investigate themselves and do it properly, where is America going? It's going to spiral around the toilet before it's gone. Uh, your comments? Well, that's one of the things that Bill and Hillary helped pioneer in modern politics was the idea that they have deep research on everyone. They have yeah. deep spying on everyone so they can buy. Remember, Hillary had a, uh, a bouncer acting as one of their uh, chief operatives at the White House. Uh, some reporters walked in one day and found 800 or 900 files of medium-level-placed Republican officials on his wow. desk. Wow. Those files, of course, were completely illegal, in part because they contained personal tax records. And it's illegal for the White House to have created such files that have that kind of documentation in them. Wow. wow. They have the ability to blackmail anybody. Yeah, of course. And if they don't have actual evidence, they'll just make it up. Right, and they make it look plausible enough, just like against Roy Moore. I mean, they won't turn over, for example, this yearbook because they know a graphical analysis will find different types of ink, abnormal signatures, and other markers that show that this was a fabrication. And, uh, you know, they also, she swore this one that she had no further contact with Roy when, in fact, the court records show that she was, he was involved as a justice, a judge, over her, her uh, divorce in 1999. So there's so many holes. And then we have the, the state oh, oh, attorney general's yeah. office coming after them because there's auditory records that one of the people pushing Doug Jones is actually offering $1,000 plus to people to turn in uh, testimonies against Judge Roy Moore. I mean, th- 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 so those people are going to get charged with doing things that are criminal activity. Oh, my goodness, the pornographer Larry Flint uh, famously has offered at least $1 million to anyone who will turn in evidence that would be used in destroying Donald Trump. Wow. Uh, I mean, if dragging a $100 bill through a trailer park leads to unusual results, what does dragging a million dollars through a trailer park? Yeah, and there's nothing, no one more vile than Larry Flint. I mean, the best way is he's a sexual Baron Harkonnen from the movie Dune. How's that? I think that's entirely apt. Yeah, yeah, he's floating around in his gravity chair in his gravity but, suit. But but since you mentioned something, I think we should just clarify it for anyone who hasn't heard. This writing in the yearbook that Roy Moore supposedly did, and that uh, Miss Allred, the lawyer for this woman, refuses uh, to turn over for impartial analysis. You understand it signed Roy Moore, followed by the, the letters D period A period. Where did right. that come from? That came from the divorce settlement that she got, because right. traditionally it was signed with a rubber stamp of Roy Moore, followed by a DA written in, which was the initials of his court assistant. In other words, it's not part of his name or title. It doesn't stand for district attorney. It stands for this assistant of his. Yeah, which is DA, is his name. It's not a district attorney. In other words, this is actually a, a forged, copy, forged copy over the yearbook that was created from her divorce settlement. Call a transparent forgery. And wow. There's no question about it. And yet, the media does not want to talk about that. Isn't that interesting? Well, so I'm not, listen, I've got to insert this, and I want to hear your opinion. Hannity 
had, because of his so-called balanced statements over this, balanced for a while, he got five different companies, including one that makes coffee, these coffee things, uh, pulled their advertisements on the Hannity Show, and he sort of really backed off of the support of Roy Moore, saying he had inconsistencies. And now I listen to the exact transcription and the actual audio of the radio show that Hannity did. I'm a medical legal expert, like half a lawyer plus, because I've done depositions and legal stuff for decades. And, and a certified specialist in every specialist is a giver of evidence, an analytic of evidence. And I can tell you, I listened to that testimony, there was nothing inconsistent about Roy Moore's defense. So for Hannity to make those statements, and he's not an idiot, he's literally trying to backtrack because he's a, this big Uber Christian movie out, and he's got tons of people pulling endorsements of his show. That's not good, Hannity. You've got to stop this crap, and you've got to start being, having a little bit more cojones. If you're a real Christian, number one, you want... You know, proof proven in a court of law before you start condemning number one as a Christian. And number two, you got to give him the leeway you gave to President Trump. And President Trump's our president now. When the accusations, and he had a long list of people that Hannity proposed that it was his defense in the media as a journalist that when it gets to, to, to grand juries and courts, they proved all these people from sexual assault to university kids and so on were not guilty, but they were perfectly skewered in the, in the open media, and including by senior people inside universities and others. And Hannity stood up for them over the decades. Hannity, you need to get a reality check here. Yes, you've got a great movie out right now. Yes, you're one of the top journalists in the world, but you've got to be more honest because it's very transparent to me. You're being manipulated by your... I worry about losing sponsors for your show and, and commercials, and you're worried about the idea that maybe you're supporting Warren Moyer, who you think is a sexually immoral person. You can't come to that conclusion based on what's been put out so far. And the answers that Roy Moyer gave to me were very logical, weren't they? They were logical, and I think we have to remember in confronting this that the Democrats are willing to sacrifice some of their own who no longer mean anything directly, like Bill Clinton, precisely because without that, they have no credibility in making sexual accusations against anyone. Now look, what they're going to do in the 2018 and 2020 elections is obvious. Roy Moore is only the first of dozens and dozens of Republicans who will be hit with exactly these kinds of smears. abortion to Armageddon, and I, I put in a lot of evidence regarding Igor, I call him Al Gore, and his book, uh, you know, his environmental book about the end of the world and so on environmentally and so on, this liar about global warming. And it's always funny to see cartoon pictures by D's that shows him shivering with snow uh, up to his neck uh, and the world cooling down with a moderate ice age and so on. And Igor telling us we're all going to die and it's going to turn into Venus where everything, including lead, will melt. This is plain hoo-ha garbage. And we have, of course, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who's a monster, and Paul McCown and uh, Ryan, whose connections, by the way, to his family and his wife and so on, to the globalists and Skull and Bones and Yale and so on, is both extremely disgusting. Then we've got John McInsane with his satanic brain tumor, and he's not long for this world. This monster is continuing to cause trouble when he says he's going to support... Uh, you know, the, the health care bill, and he always pulls support. 
And we're down to one seat. And this is a message to you Christian women in Alabama. If you're pro-life and if you're Christian, you must be pro-life or you're not. You're not a Christian if you're not pro-life, number one. That's the word moment of conception. Number two, if you, if you vote against Roy Moore, you're voting for Doug Jones and wants abortion where the scissors are put in the back of the baby's head. And their brains are sucked out and the baby is killed on the spot or they stab them after they're born. In fact, Hillary Clinton tried to pass rules and even Barack Obama, this is people know this in the legislature in Illinois, they were talking about postnatal abortion. So if they found a child with a birth defect or genetic abnormality, they wanted to be able to do postnatal abortion up to three years of age. Did you know that? Give a lethal injection or, uh, to a baby because they have a birth defect or a problem. Yeah, That's, I know the, the Animal Rights Activist, Dr. Peter Singer, the ethicist at, uh, is it Reuters? Or, or uh, Rutgers University. Rutgers University, yeah. It Princeton? I guess it's Princeton. Um, had advocated having at least six months after birth in which parents could decide whether the baby was worth keeping alive or not. Right. Yeah, now, by the way, you have to understand that it, independently doctors in Canada, which I know personally because I can tell you this happens, if a child's born in places like Norway, there's no children with Down syndrome born anywhere in Norway. When my, when my daughter was diagnosed with Down syndrome, because I was one of the first doctors in the world trained in ultrasound in the 70s in medical school because I worked with the radiology director, Dr. McMillan, before any other doctors in the world were trained in ultrasound, I was trained as a medical student. And when I saw the ultrasound, I knew I saw those nuchal thickening and endocardial cushion defect. The radiologist with her, her coat flapping came into the separate conference area and said, Dr. Deagle, you've got to be in denial. You need to abort this baby. I said, you know what? My daughter is a, don- is a daughter of Israel. She's a, she's a, a, a Cohen, okay, a descendant. And I said, if she survives birth, which we hope, and we're going to do a C-section, we're going to do everything we can, including surgery, to see if she'll survive. Now, she had surgery... She actually was, her endocardial gush defect was so bad they thought they were going to have to put a feeding tube down her nose for her to feed. She fed fine. She's a tough little character. She lost four ounces between her birth weight and her delivery weight on her surgery weight at six months. And then her heart started to expand, and it got as large as an adult heart, and she was dying at two and a half. We brought her to the surgeon at the uh, Children's Hospital in, in, uh, in Denver, and I had a supernatural visitation. God told me he was going to heal her. And he told me the exact words of the surgeon after seven and a half hours that I did put in four sutures. Her heart is healed. I can't explain it. It's a miracle. She basically has a normal heart now. And that's exactly what he said when he came out. And she's never been on a heart drug since. In over 22 and a half years, she's never been on a medication at all. Wow. And, in fact, when she went to the, to the doctor four or five months ago, they couldn't even detect a murmur. She has nothing to indicate she ever had heart disease. Nothing. And she goes in the treadmill for an hour and a half to two hours a day. Treadmill. A real professional treadmill we have at home here. So i got to tell you, this uh, we were harassed by a Jewish geneticist who was calling me as early as 6.30 in the morning at 11 at night. That I was in denial. I must do this. It's terrible. I'm going to have this child with all these defects. And I said, you know, you're Jewish. And I said, I'm a Hebrew. And I'm a Christian. And I'm going to tell you that just like Sarai was crying in the tent about all her dead children down through the ages because it would be sacrificed to Baal and Moloch, I said, my little daughter, if God wants her to survive, we'll let her survive. I said, but if you call me one more time, you're not going to be able to call anybody else because I'm going to take you out. In other words, I'm going to make sure you cease to exist on this earth. And you never called me again. 
because I'm a serious kind of person. That's why if you want to threaten Dr. Deagle, you're going to die. You're going to die in the courts or you're going to die physically if you threaten me or my family. I'm not going to play around and I'm going to do it in such a way there'll never be a connection. You'll never know how and why things happen a certain way, but it's going to be vicious. How's that? That is rather harsh. If you'd like some perspective that we, Craig Smith and I, have written on this, our book Money, Morality, and the Machine is absolutely free for those who would like a good stocking stuffer for Christmas or Hanukkah. Yeah, and I got the book, by the way. You gave me a few weeks ago when you visited. It's amazing. I mean, tell them how they get it. Uh, well, you call a toll-free number, and by the way, when I say we'll give you this free, we mean we'll pay for the postage, we'll pay for the book, we'll pay for the phone call to 1-800-630-1492. The year Columbus, the politically incorrect, sail the ocean blue. That's 1-800-630-1492. You can also do it, by the way, through your website, which you have one for the book, Money, Morality, and the Miracle. I'm sorry, money, morality, and the machine.com uh, as well, right? Let's see. What is it? Yeah, I guess we can. Money, morality, and the machine, no punctuation. Yeah, all just no, 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 no dots in the mode between the letters or, or hyphens or anything else. Just money, morality, and the machine.com. You gave me this a few weeks ago. Yeah, so, I usually uh, give people 800 630 1492. You can have this by Christmas time very easily with no cost, whatever. I do have to warn you, though, there is a, a label on this that says you'll never be able to view politics or economics the same way again once you've seen all that they've done to us in the last hundred years or so. Right. So, in other words, you're going to change the worldview in a way that they're not going to be a, a, an antidote to this book, is what you're saying. I hope not. I mean, it, it, it strives as you do to achieve enlightenment in my little humble way. Well, you do a fantastic job. And I don't want people. I want you to ask one other thing. Oh, by the way, it has a by Pat Boone. In case you're interested. Oh, really? Yeah, Pat's always a great guy. Uh, what do people have to be thankful for coming to Thanksgiving? What are the three or four things you think? I, I'm thankful for. I call Trump Pinocchio. Donald Trump is a high-level royal archmason. We're praying to become a real-life Christian president, and he's becoming one. I'm thankful for people that are wise like you that are we call constitutional Judeo-Christian constitutional pro-life people that want America to return and repent. I'm thankful for a country that's going to stand up for God and Constitution and stop the massive hirage of, of what we call radical Muslims and help Muslims de-radicalize in America by policies that will get rid of crazy imams. I'm thankful for a country that's going to repatriate money and bring jobs back to the, the rust belt of America. I'm thankful for people learning how to treat women properly again, which certainly they're not going to learn from the uber-left or Hillary Clinton and I'm, I'm happy that the media is being literally riled because most people are losing such faith in the media, including the alternative media that's full of crap, I call it the sewer net, that people are going to start turning to blog, shows like this and blogs and our videos. We did one yesterday after the show uh, with uh, Derek P. Gilbert. We did a third hour in the show, and we did Derek P. Gilbert's video. If you watch this and you look at the historical and archaeological facts, the part three, we have the whole series, it's all free. There's no charge. You can watch all three of the videos. You need to understand, get these books, and there's a whole bunch of books. There's not just this book. You've got a whole bunch of books that are you and Craig Smith have authored. And Craig does this, by the way, because he's already a billionaire. He doesn't need the money. He wants America to come back to rational financial policy, rational Judeo-Christian-based constitutional rights, rational gun rights, 
rational protection of our borders, and rational behavior between men and women. I don't see that happening. Look at these rules in the Congress and Senate, how they actually turn away people that actually have a valid claim against congressmen and senators. Just like you mentioned this creepy Joe Biden, you know, going naked with this, uh, you know, female officers in the pool. I mean, you have to wait months in order to even file a claim against these congressmen and senators, and it's a public purse, not them personally to have to pay if there's a settlement. I find this bizarre that this, at this time in history this is being used by the Democrats to destroy Republicans, and the blowback on them is they're becoming more and more irrelevant, aren't they? Irrelevant. They, they're no longer trusted by the American people. You know, they, they complain about Trump's popularity, but he's more popular than either of the major political parties by far. He's more popular than the press. Yeah, and if he does three things, if he gets by Christmas the tax bill through, if he gets another two justices in 2018 through to get a pro-life bill through, the end abortion, and if he gets a rehaul of, of health care so it's rational, it's pro-life, and it's, it's functional medicine so it actually lengthens your life rather than terminating with polypharmacy and inappropriate prescriptions and bankruptcy, which is 83% of Americans go bankrupt from health care, they will vote for Trump, even with all his Trumpisms and his tweets, because he's making America great again, making America repent again, and making America, because of that, strong again. We have a lot to thank God for, for Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lowell. Back tomorrow with the firing line, hour number one. Get your questions into Michelle. It's the sales on. Google has all but banned. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.